We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive. He's beautiful. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He's positive. He is Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Hi, guys. I'm Sam Fricker. I'm an Australian Olympic diver, and you're listening to Power 98.5. Empowering listeners from the US to the UK, live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Stephen Cuoco. At what point did you realize when you started looking into public relations, started looking into casting? You know what, Stephen? I'm pretty damn good at this. I think we should. I think we should. Uh, we should keep following this path. It really is effortless, Donovan. I mean, it's. It would be the same of how you do your show. When you bring your all to the table with great intentions and no expectations, it just makes life fun and it makes the career of choice fun. Well, 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 it is that type of day. And yeah, it's all about making great career choices. I was listening to a show earlier today and it was talking about uh, the guy, James. What is What does it mean to be a winner? And that can mean a lot of things to a lot of people in a lot of different ways. Someone can be elderly. And it could be a win-win for that person just to be able to get up from the chair to walk to the bathroom or get up from the chair to go to the kitchen and get themselves something to eat. It could be an infant learning how to walk for the first time. It could be the fact to where you've got food, enough food in your refrigerator for the rest of the day like I do. i got to do some grocery shopping. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to get there. Um, but yeah, there are times to where I will bring it down to the minimal so that I know whether it's having two, two rolls of toilet paper left in a drawer or enough food for the day. Tomorrow, I definitely got to get out and go grocery shopping, but enough food is in my refrigerator today and I don't have to go anywhere. My vehicles are paid off. It could be to where you're waking up and you know and you're grateful that you've got your rent paid for the month. There's a lot of ways to look at and to consider what does it mean to be a winner. And it doesn't matter the size. It can be anything and everything. And with the holiday season coming up, I really hope everyone looks very deep within themselves and know that even if you don't put a title on it, you don't necessarily have to identify it, feel it. What does it feel to the meaning of life, of what God's gifted you and what you can do every day, even to wake up, to pray, to meditate? I do my morning thank yous. I go out on a balcony at times. I'll eat my yogurt. Whatever it is, I always say thank you to God when I wake up. Thank you to God all day long. Thank you to God when I'm going to bed at night and before I go to sleep. Seriously. Because I'm going to tell you there's so many distractions in the world, even in my own life. Like I'm going into a live and I've got like back-to-back -back calls coming in. It happens. And I've got, you know, 
my good friend here, Tyler Cerny on a, you know, holding, I'm like, okay, uh, I got to get going to this live interview. <laughs> and then I, I get back on the phone with Tyler. I was like, welcome to the world of public relations. But there are things I'm going to close before we bring Tyler up uh, is that there are times to where not everything is necessarily a test. I believe that there are times just like what I experienced. I had two back-to-back calls. One I did have to answer that came in. And how I looked and considered that was an opportunity to find out who I am as a person. To learn how am I going to feel? What am I going to be? How am I going to interact, respond, or react to this situation? And I didn't get annoyed. I didn't get upset. Tyler is being very patient and very gracious. And I was in the right place at the right time with the right people in that right moment who were understanding, considerate, once again, patient, and kind because that's what they do for themselves and they know how to share it forward and they were doing that and gifting that to me. In that, I'm not going to go and we're going to keep this very short. I'm not going to bring you guys up to speed about anything else except what does it mean to win? What does it mean to be a winner? And like I said, it can be easily as something of being able to breathe you have your health, you got food in the refrigerator, you got a couple rolls of toilet paper left for the rest of the day, you don't need to drive anywhere, you don't need to drive in rush hour traffic, you can go make yourself some coffee, I'm going to the gym after this, whatever it is that may be, find something every single day in those 1,440 minutes and 86,400 seconds to be thankful for. We've got Mr. Tyler Cerny. He's an international keynote, TEDx, and award-winning speaker. Tyler is also known as an international sales consultant, scaling the world's top organizations and personal brands, including titans like Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Damon John, Mr. Wonderful, Russell Brunson, and Robert and I'm going to, I hope I don't want to, listen, Tyler, I don't want to mess up that last name. How do I say that? Is that Kiyosaki? Kiyosaki. Kiyosaki. Uh, after scaling brands beyond nine figures and hosting epic entrepreneur events globally, he was awarded to become a president ambassador for global entrepreneurship. His goal now is to help 1,000 people land a TEDx talk before 2025 but you're doing more than that tyler you're inspiring people all around the world with your faith your magnetic persona your personality i was watching and catching up on a lot of uh your past interviews and what i appreciate most about you tyler is you know who you are yeah i appreciate that steven i'm super grateful and excited to be here um, and yeah, the, the, it's funny that you bring up the topic of winning because, you know, as, as we set goals for ourselves and what we have in our mind, this idea, this vision that we have for ourselves and what winning or success looks like for us at one point, when we achieve that goal, that winning definition 
evolves and transforms into new things. And I think life is a constant evolution of creating a vision, creating a goal, going after it, achieving it, realizing that there's a lot more to life than that one specific goal. And then we have to climb that next mountain. And one of the things that, you know, I was praying before this conversation was like, Lord, what, what, what's the message that you want me to really share with the people today? And on the topic of winning, I remember when I was first starting off and I really didn't know what direction I wanted. I really didn't know who I was. And I, but I do, but I did know that I wanted more out of life. And so one of the things that I told myself every single day, is I'm gonna win the day. And whatever that looks like for any listeners out there today is win the day. Because if you can win the day consecutively for a day, one day, two days, three days, that turns into a week, that turns into a month, that turns into years, that turns into decades, and that's when you start to build momentum. And whatever that looks like for you, whether it's a um, you know, going to the gym or you know, journaling or or being in the Bible or you know, making those you know, making five to 10 phone calls to people that you feel like are good, uh, that you need to connect to personally or professionally, whatever that thing that needs to get done today, make it happen and consider that to be a win and really evaluate yourself at the end of the day and be like, you know, did I do what I said I was going to do today? And did I win the day? Or did I look at back at the day and say, you know what, I didn't give it everything I had. I didn't follow through on what I wanted to do. I got distracted and I let the world get in front of my priorities. And that's totally okay too, because that happens to every single one of us. But what are we, we going to do tomorrow? What are we going to do? What's the attitude to go towards tomorrow? And, and the two things that I always focus on is my work ethic and my attitude. So regardless of the end result and the outcome, I can focus on my attitude of how I'm going to show up every single day and also my work ethic. What are the actions that I'm going to take that I can do myself proactively to try to move myself forward? And now if I don't get the result I want, now I can reevaluate and look at other things. But I know without a shadow of a doubt that I gave everything I had today and I also did it with the best attitude uh, that I that I could possibly do it in as well. You have delivered a lot of golden gems to many people. I believe even to yourself when you're praying, focusing, um, you know, coming into that place of reflection, asking what is it that's important to share? And as I shared with you earlier, uh, I don't have a script. I didn't have nothing in front of me. <clears throat> it came down to where I saw a post on Instagram today, decided to, uh, in my heart, I felt, go ahead, check the Instagram page out, found out that the person has a podcast, was listening to it, and <clears throat> on my walk before this live episode, I was just really taking in exactly what is the self-reflection that I have for myself? What is it that God wants me to know? Where am I at? And when we think about winning, Tyler, I can honestly tell you is that, you know, you share your story all the time. You got a lot of focus and viewpoint of a direction of where you can help people and go. And I remember in one of your interviews, you were talking about NLP. I'm licensed in that. I used to practice that when I used to work as a grief counselor. And um, 
I can honestly tell you what's most important, if ever so no, now than ever before, is the neuro-linguistic and, and the body, you know, aspect of people of alignment. And there are so many people that to win is to be in an alignment. And the question is, is what does that alignment look like? What does it feel like? What does it sound like? What is it doing to you and for you? What are your thoughts on that? Sure, absolutely. This is It's funny that you bring this up because I was just talking about this uh, earlier today. So every Tuesday mornings, I lead a business men's group here in Clearwater, Florida with the church. The church that I'm a part of is Radiant. And one of the things that we're talking about today is, you know, if we do something once, it's an accident. If we do something twice, it's a coincidence. And if we do something three times, it's a pattern. And now this can happen for positive things and negative things. So, you know, from like a, you know, spiritual walk and, you know, ethical pos uh, perspective, knowing what's right and what's wrong. If I know the things that I need to be doing every single day and it's like, I have so much clarity. It's like, I, this is what I should be doing. I should be going to the gym. I should be journaling, be reading the Bible. Um, I should be treating people with love and respect. All these different things, all these different values and priorities that we have in our life. And if we're not actually doing those things that we know on a conscious and some, like a, at a conscious level that they, that's what we should be doing, but we're not doing it. That's when we really need to look at what's the root cause of that in our heart. What needs to be, you know, I, I need to pray, I need to ask, and I need to have a self-reflection of what needs to be change in my heart and my neuro-linguistic program, my mind, the words that I say, the actions that I'm doing. How can I align them? And usually it's, you know, getting to the root and you, you being a, having that experience with helping people overcome grief uh, the, through the grieving process. I mean, that's one of the most difficult things to do because people in that state, they face such traumatic experiences that I won't even be able to uh, relate to because I haven't been in their shoes in certain situations. And I, I couldn't say that I've gone that. So, you know, having going through that perspective, it's like, well, why do people feel a certain way? Well, they, they most likely have experienced something. And once they've experienced it, they, they believe it every single part of them to be true. And then that's going to, that's going to affect the way that they think that's going to affect how they act and, and their behaviors. And then even on the flip side is if I know a behavior or a pattern or whatever I'm doing, I know it's ethically wrong. Um, and whatever that looks like, and I'm consistently doing it, even though like, I know it's bad for me. Like, you know, I know I grew up in a family, a lot of, a lot of my family members, they smoke cigarettes and a lot of people try to quit cigarettes. And it's like, one of the things I always look at is a, a, a great book that I always reference is, uh, by Maxwell, Dr. Maxwell Maltz by, uh, psycho cybernetics is the book. And he talks about this and basically if I'm a smoker that wants to change my behavior and quit smoking, I have to get away from, hey, I need to stop smoking versus I am not a smoker. So, you know, in, in terms of the NLP side of things and just reflecting and, and making actual behavioral changes, that's going to go down to become changing our identity at the root at the root core. And so if I change my identity from a smoker to a non-smoker. Well, what does a non-smoker do? Well, a non-smoker doesn't smoke. And if I if 
if I'm looking to, you know, run a marathon and I've never ran a marathon before and I view myself not as a runner, what's going to happen? I'm going to dread to get up and run every single day. But if I give myself the identity of, you know what, I am a runner, I'm a championship runner, I'm a successful runner, then what's going to happen? I need to then get clear and get aligned with, okay, well, how does a successful runner think when he wakes up in the morning when he looks at his fridge or goes to the grocery store what type of foods are they actually going to buy to fuel them for the race and then what type of actions are they consistently taking on a daily weekly monthly basis that's going to allow me to align these actions up with this identity as well and so you know you, what you bring up is a good point. So if anyone listening to this, it, they're struggling to make a behavioral change, like they made it on the conscious level, but they haven't seen the results on the behavioral changes, it's most likely due to the fact that they haven't made that that transformation within their their hearts and within their identity. Because once you're able to do that, that changing that identity will change the way the things that you think which results into the different, your actions, which then are going to lead to different results. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's super important to look at that because if I'm, you know, striving and putting in a lot of work, but there's really little to no margin there in terms of my time, happiness, profit, revenue, whatever the case may be, I really need to start to reflect and take a step back and say, you know what? Am I really spending my time, energy, and focus on the right things right now? Because if I'm not, then I have to readjust and, 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 and pivot and, and make some adjustments. I'm going to be transparent, and thank you for that, Tyler. Is I've been going through a lot of transformation in a very good way this year. And the flip side to that, and I believe when they say everything for a reason, Tyler, that used to tick me off so much. I mean, spec, yeah, everything for a reason, but I didn't ask for this reason. <laughs> you know, how often do we think to, you know, ourselves, uh, you know, a friend of mine um, recently said, uh, uh, when we make plans, um, God is laughing. You know, how often, because I'm going to tell you, I'm at where I'm at in my life because of, you know, and people know I'm, I'm not being overly religious when I say this, but in my true faith and belief, I am where I'm at, Tyler, in life because of things that are unexplained because of faith, not just faith, faith, but I mean faith in the unknown, faith in, in the fact to be able to be so strong, to not be fearful, to allow fear to cripple me of not having answers because I get hired to have answers. <laughs> and I never question the timing as to how you and I connected, but I knew, there is no but, I knew in my heart, people have said for at least 20 years, because I'll be 50 in April, Tyler, 20 years, Stephen, you should speak, you should speak, you should speak. I came out with a book. You know, I've hosted red carpets. I, you know, I've done speaking engagements before, but I also never wanted anything to do with it. But God always puts me in positions to do things I don't want to do. And then I figure out, wow, okay, this turned out better than I was thinking and how I was feeling. But to, to bring it up to speed, I want to thank you for being a mirror reflection because for myself and to, to share it, 
you know, in the last couple months, I've been exhausted. And like you said, you know, being a grief counselor and helping people, you know, being a type of level of publicist that, you know, that I do, it's not about media placement because you can't find real good, if not great journalism anymore, because everything's for profit in this day and age. And the way public relations and the way businesses are done and, and business deals, it's extremely different from how I grew up in this industry and through this industry. And I want to say that you give me hope uh, being on this call with you because I wasn't too sure. I never knew if I ever would talk to someone like you. You're the first and only person I think I ever talked to and interviewed um, that does TEDx. And, um, but I'm going to honestly say that I'm in a shedding stage and I was not, I was not comprehending and understanding what does that mean in all of my tiredness, but I'm going to close and give the mic over back to you that in this moment, I feel hopeful and I feel hopeful because I had, when you're in a position I'm in. I essentially put my life on pause. I put my dreams, my goals, because I wanted to be a public servant for people that need help and to be able to do it right and to be able to help people through so many different types of transitions. And now where the tiredness is coming from is because I'm so inspired and overjoyed with hope and excitement of, wow, I, I truly believe and feel that you know, I've been hosting red carpet events and, you know, as you know, I've got my radio show and I own a radio station and I have so many things to be grateful for in this position. But I'm not, and there, that is the but, I'm not as globally exposed as I would like to be, even though people believe I am. I'm not there like a Tony Robbins or potentially like the way you are or so. I still feel hidden and I've had conversations with God of, am I still being hidden? Am I being protected from something? What is it of why I feel like I'm not being seen or is it me that I'm in my own way? You know, Tyler, what am I doing? Is is it my own inadequacies? And in the beginning it was, I wasn't feeling confident enough that the world was ready for someone like me. But once again, you are proof, and I truly believe in my heart, and I don't know what's going to come out of this afterwards or how our friendship is going to grow, but I know God putting you in front of me is telling me I am ready for whatever he has in store for me. Dude, that's awesome, man. And uh, yeah, when you're when you're sharing that, man, the, the things that come to mind, the, the verse that comes to my mind is Luke 14, verse 11. It says, uh, the one who exalts himself will be humbled and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. And so, I mean, it, that verse is so powerful and it, it's, it's a lot easier said than done, right? Because at the end of the day, I mean, we, as a successful business owner and entrepreneur and someone who's uh, in the media and, you know, looking to build personal branding, like the, the, a lot of the focus is on ourselves and, and, and one of the shifts that I've made um, in the last year and a half to two years in business, it was like, you know, I would always do these different business ventures and I would just pray and be like, Lord, bless it. You know, I'm doing my thing. 
Lord, bless it. I'm going to start this new project, bless it. Where now I've made that transition to, it's more of like, Lord, what are you blessing around me? And if you could just show me enough grace and mercy, just allow me to play a very small role in that. Because I know if the Lord has favor and blessing and he has his hand over a certain situation or a certain thing that is going on, even if it doesn't make sense logically to the people around me, but I have a clear voice of him saying, yes, that's that's my goal. That's my plan. And that's what I want to do in this specific marketplace. And I've experienced that living here in Clearwater. I'm not sure if you knew this, but Clearwater is actually one of the toughest place to build a Christian church because of the headquarters of Scientology. There's a lot of different religions here and whatever. There's like horror cases of pastors uh, doing non-ethical things and whatever the case may be, tons of spiritual warfare, one of the hardest places to grow a church. And, you know, it, it brings me to another point of what you were talking about, people that have experienced things in their life and like tra- traumatic things and grieving is a, one of the things I, I really love is there's this equation. It's E plus R equals O. So E is the event. Events can happen to me. I can't control events. And what you mentioned before, you know, everything happens for a reason. Well, there's certain events that are so traumatic that aren't from the Lord. They're actually from the enemy that, that take you off course. And what I believe is that the people that have the biggest callings over their life, they're going to face the most spiritual warfare. And that's why uh, a lot of people, even at young ages, a lot of these celebrities, actresses, um, actors, uh, speakers, comedians, they face serious trauma as a kid, whether their parents get divorced, they get sexually abused. Why? Because the enemy knows that they can take out the generation at a very young age. It can affect you for life. And so that event, whatever that may, whatever that event is, I can't control it. But E plus R, which is R stands for my response. So this event plus my response equals O, which is the outcome. So the event plus my response will equal the outcome. And the only thing I can control in that equation is my response. And so if I'm doing certain things in my life and I'm not experiencing the fruits of the labor where I'm not having peace, peace is a number one uh, factor that I look at in, in my decisions is, am I getting peace from this? Because if I'm not getting peace and it's giving me stress, well, why is it giving me stress? Well, well, I need to then look at, okay, well, why did I get motivated towards this business project? Or why did I get motivated to start taking this action? And if I'm really, really brutally honest with myself on certain projects, there are certain opportunities that I did it for maybe a profit where that deal or that project ends up going sideways. Well, no, well, what a coincidence, right? But if I come in with the intention of, you know what, this is what the Lord wants, and I'm just going to be a small part of what the Lord is doing, what happens? Those opportunities flourish supernaturally, exponentially, even though a lot wilder than I could even imagine because I had no expectation going into it. I was going into it surely based off of faith, 
And then that's when I've seen the most exponential growth in my life. And so it's really getting clear with what that looks like. And again, if I'm taking actions, I'm being, it's leading to burnout, stress, I'm not having peace, I'm not having lots of margin, then I really need to reanalyze and look at, okay, why did I do this in the first place? What is my true intention with this project? And is, does the Lord even want me to do this in the first place? Because if, if that's not the case, then I need to pivot immediately. And again, spend that time with the Lord. And uh, the, the last thing I'll say with this too is, as I'm you know walking on this journey, as we all are, is a lot of people said that. Oh, hear the Lord's voice, listen to what the Lord says, and do what the Lord says. Well, that sounds great. Of course, I want to do that. But what does that actually mean? Like, how can I actually hear the Lord's voice? And one of the things that I've done recently, and it's been an absolute game changer, is what I'll do is I'll spend, like, right when I wake up, I'll read the Bible. No, no breakfast or no Bible, no breakfast. So I don't eat unless I read the Bible. So that just motivates me, gives me a pattern uh, that I can develop. And even if it's just one verse, because some days, you know, I'll wake up, have busy schedule, whatever the case may be, get at least one verse in. But if I have a little bit more time, I definitely want to spend some time with the creator of the universe. And as I spend that time, I just journal, say, hey, Lord, like, what do you have? What do you have planned for me today? Like, what, what, what's the plan for today? Like, how can I be? How can I serve you today? And, you know, as your day to day tasks come in, there's you're going to start creating a list. And if you're struggling to hear the Lord's voice, you know, you could specifically say, "Hey, Lord," like have a deep, like upfront, direct conversation with the Lord and say, "Hey, I'm planning to do X, Y, and Z today, based off of my schedule, my situation." And what I think is best, this is what I'm going to do. Lord, give me an answer or give me a sign if you if you want me to make a pivot on any areas of my life. And, you know, as you start to spend this time and you start getting into the word, you can even start journaling out some scriptures. Like there's a, a really cool app. It's free. It's called the Blue Bible app. You can search a specific word. Maybe it's you're experiencing fear or you know, you want to create more financial wealth or more love in your life. You can look up specific words, look at all the Bible verses that have that word specifically in it. And then what you can start to do is just start reading all of them. And then what you'll start to see is if you start actually writing them down, that NLP, I'm starting to program my mind subconsciously. Those words are now being embedded in my subconscious as I'm writing them out. One of those is going to really connect with you. And then as that one verse stands out to you, that's when you can really lean into the Lord and say, okay, what are you trying to, like, I can start meditating on that verse. I can start just focusing in on that verse. And then I can really start to see, okay, how does this verse apply to my day-to-day life? And once you start to do that, things start to become clear. And it, it's, it then becomes not a question of what I need to do. It's like, Lord, how am I going to be able to do this? Right. Um, and I, I was watching, I actually posted a video of, from a uh, Dr. Miles Monroe. He's one of my favorite speakers of all time. Uh, he's a uh, rest in peace. He's from the Bahamas, really great speaker. And he, uh, he said that the Lord gives us a vision. That's the end plan. That's the end goal. But he, he doesn't give us the plan. He just gives us the vision because 
if he shows us the plan or the process that it takes to get to the end goal and the vision, we'd probably be like, you know what, Lord, keep the vision. I don't even want to do it. And so most of us have that dream. Most of us have that vision, but we don't have that plan. And it's specifically designed that way because if we would have, if, if Steve, and you could probably attest to this, if, if you knew all the things that you had to do to get to the level of success that you are at today, you know, maybe you wouldn't have done it, right? Because it takes a lot of work, takes a lot of time, and there's really no shortcuts to success. It's about doing the work every single day, staying consistent, um, even when you really don't have any guarantees or, uh, you know, some maybe you're in certain times throughout the process, you, you have doubts and you, you may think that you're going to fail, but again, you have to have faith and the Lord's going to put you in a situation so you can fully depend on him. And he's always thinking about, is this event going to get him closer to me or is it going to push him away? And usually certain events in our life, they put us, he puts us through the furnace in certain situations because it then allows us to develop the skill sets needed to not only achieve the vision, but to also sustain the vision once we achieve it as well. I like that. And I heard so many messages, so many, so many messages from you today. And thank you for that. Cause you know, one of the things that I like to do in my morning meditation and, and reflection is listen to uh, frequency. I believe they say they pronounce it esophageal or whatever, like like hertz. So like most people either use chemicals or they'll go to the gym or whatever it is of how they start their mornings off. I don't have interest to chemically manipulate myself never have been to chemically manipulate myself in order to feel something because that can cause so many problems and having worked you know in mental health and for 15 years even doing pr you've i've learned being an aries being from new jersey very very stubborn um is that you know, I want to know what I'm feeling. I want to know why. And, you know, I have something that I call and that I speak about where, you know, it's about lean into it. And so when I go through something, and this this was a tip by someone that God brought me, brought into my life. And I've been living by this, that when I feel a certain way, I tell myself in my head, lean into it when I'm apprehensive or whatever it is that's going on, if I'm feeling even upset and I have conversations with the Lord, like I have a conversation with you, Tyler, or any other human being, I am honest. My mother always said, God knows what's in your heart. And I speak to him as real and raw and I do not hold back. And I lean into it. So um, I'm feeling extremely inspired by you, inspired by this opportunity. I knew that my listeners would enjoy hearing this. And for everyone that's tuning in, we've got uh, Tyler Cerny. He is an international and award-winning keynote speaker. Um, 
you've done over 600,000 TEDx talks or was it that Tyler? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, th that's the goal at one point. Uh, we're not there yet, but I, uh, we, I have uh, over 600,000 views on, on my TEDx talk. Over, okay. So over 600,000 views, but still I see that as that you talk 600,000 times. <laughs> if you want to look at it like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I, it's, all I'm at, just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because once again, and you know, and if anyone has any questions, go ahead. Or if you have any comments, um, Alicia, I know you're with us today. Uh, thank you for that comment. Um, uh, it she's sent in a message saying it resonated with her about you know meditating and praying and all of that. Uh, she said that she does that daily um, and that she has her daily devotions as well. Uh, so thank you for that, Alicia. Um, where do we go, Tyler? Because I, I feel fulfilled and I feel that there were so many things that both of us nailed in such a subtle way. Um, I don't know what else to add to it. Sure. Well, well I'll, I'll close with this and to kind of come full circle about what you were saying, winning, right? Another thing to consider and, and what I've realized in my life, too, is that there's going to be different seasons. There's a reason for every season in your life. And sometimes the Lord wants us in the back backstage. Sometimes he wants us in the front stage. But whatever position that he wants us in, we have to be willing and able because he doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. And. You know, if I look back at my life, I was born with a speech impediment. I was obese. I didn't look the part. I didn't sound the part. I really should not be a speaker. That's probably I should, probably should have done something else. However, the reason why it played out the way it played out is because now that I have become a speaker and helped a lot of other speakers become TEDx speakers and done a lot of cool stuff in the event business. It's not because it was myself. It was because it was the Lord guiding me through the whole entire way. And he did it that way because now every time I get to share my story and my testimony, I can use it as a way to glorify him. And that's typically how the Lord works because at the end of the day, we're all going to die. We can't take any of it with us. And what are we really here on this earth for? And I talk about it in my TEDx talk where there's three levels of service where, you know, if I'm really looking to achieve a goal and I'm really trying to find out my life's purpose, and this is specifically for someone who doesn't really know what their next step looks like, the next step is service immediately. Because the reason why I know we're called to serve other people is because we're hardwired that way. If we have sex, you know, use substances, look at social media, eat sugar or, and serve other people, all all five of those things are going to give us a dopamine hit. Uh, but out of all five of those sugar, substances, sex and social media, those are things that we do externally, external things that we do to ourselves selfishly for personal gain. Service is the only thing that we can choose to do internally to affect the people externally. And so there's three levels of service. I can serve myself, I can serve others, or I can serve my creator. And so 
if we look at the tasks that we're doing now, who are we really serving? You know, and just to give you an example, you know, if I, if I get invited to speak on a podcast, if I'm looking to serve myself, I'm going to say certain things that are only going to serve myself. And then there's, if I'm looking to serve others, I'm going to be like, okay, who's the audience? What are they working on? What are their goals? Then I'm, that's going to affect how I show up and what I say as well. And then the highest level of service, the third level of service is, what does the Lord want to do with this podcast, right? And what happens is when you take that approach where you focus everything on serving the Lord and making him the focal point, you're in the, you're going to serve a lot of people throughout the way. And then everything that you want personally, professionally, all those things are going to come as a byproduct just because you are obedient and willing. And so I just want to encourage anyone that's listening to this podcast is that you know, even if you're not at the place that you want to be in life, you're exactly where you need to be. Then I don't need to stress out about that. I don't need to think that I need to have more money in my bank account. I need to be further along than I am because I'm exactly where I need to be. And when the Lord works, blessings come exponentially in a very short period of time. So it's just about having a willing heart. And doing your part by staying obedient, doing what's ethically right. If you stay obedient and you abide with the Lord and have a conversation and consciously make decisions with him present, what's going to start to happen? You're going to start to bear fruit. And he promises that throughout scriptures many, many times. So again, stay obedient, stay uh, willing and consciously make decisions to serve the creator and life becomes a lot of fun because every day is an adventure and you never know where you're going to end up. I appreciate that, Tyler. Thank you. Are you there? Yeah, man. Okay. It, I thought I lost you. <laughs> yeah. We're it, just doing a closeout music. Yes. Thank you for that. It's been honestly. an honor, man. Had a lot of fun today. Who would you like to give a shout out to? Oh, that's a good one. Give a shout out to, uh, give a shout out to the, I'm, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. So we'll give a shout out to the Cleveland Browns as they are, they won last week. So that's always a huge win. Um, and give a shout out to my family back in Cleveland, Ohio, and then, uh, part of a couple of churches, but, uh, give a shout out to Radiant Church here in Tampa, Florida as well. Also all Great things, Mr. Tyler Cerny. You head on over to his Instagram at T-Y-L-E-R-D. It's Tyler D. Cerny, C-E-R-N-Y. You can also go to his website, www.tylercerny.com. I appreciate on your homepage all of the photos. Uh, you had shared that, you know, showed a photo of you holding a basket, white basket of candy. Um, you had a report card. Because, uh, you know, as you had said, Tyler, you had um, uh, had to learn certain things when it came to speech. So you had a progress report that I've never seen that before. That was uh, that that's a powerful share that you did with that. And you're right. It, you know, you wrote there on your homepage. This is what God prepared you for. And I'm proud of you. I'm excited for you. And once again, thank you for being a, a, an instrument um, an influence in such a good way. 
helping to elevate hope and passion where it has been um, somewhat running on fumes lately. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, I'm at, yeah, if anyone has any questions, they want to connect with me. Yeah, they can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, um, but be more than happy to, you know, connect with them if they have anything specifically that they would want to talk about um, personally or professionally. So definitely here to serve and help you guys out in any way I can. Anything you want to close out or bring us like anything up to date coming up in November, December 2024? What's happening with you? Yeah, I mean, great question. So, yeah, the main focus now, uh, I actually just got back from Boston, two of my clients. We just landed two of my clients, uh, a TEDx event out there. And so really just ramping up because the a lot of these events that are coming up in April, May, spring of 2024 and summer of 2024, a lot of these events that are extremely competitive, their speaker deadlines are usually before the end of the year. Uh, like I, uh, I just submitted an application for one of my clients in TEDx University of Florida. Their deadline was September 25th. Their event's not until like, I think April, May. So having these things prepared can really allow people to, you know, take their brands to the next level. So that's really what I'm focusing on as we're helping clients get placed. And then also to keep in mind that it is coming towards the end of the year. So if people are looking for different ways to create a you know tax benefit to kind of do a write-off before the end of the year uh, i have a lot of clients that are doing that as well so uh, that's pretty much the main focus as tedx is just another way to just give more exposure to your brand and to your business and we strategically help you create the title create the talk and then we strategically help you market it because we want you to share your story and that's really what it is we all have stories. We all have testimonies. And the reason why I've been able to just build amazing relationships and the reason why I put, I expose my story onto my website is because of my testimony. And that's what relates with people. And so we really help you develop that, which then you can apply to all aspects of life with their PR. They can hit you up with anything media related in that sense where I know you can help them develop their story, get them more exposure and things like that. Um, but having a professional talk done underneath their belt can open up a lot more of opportunities when it comes to getting featured on podcasts, uh, getting more speaking engagements, uh, even leveraging a TEDx talk and using that as the foundation as the title or topic of your first or next book. Um, so there's a lot of really cool things that we can do with it. And so that's really the main focus. And if anyone wants to wants to have a conversation, definitely have them. You can, you guys can just reach out to me via LinkedIn or Instagram as well. I appreciate that. Thank you again, Tyler. Thank you for everything. Honestly. I mean, you, you filled me up today. I love to hear that, man. <laughs> Anything else before we head on out? No, I think that's good. I think that's all, man. Well, Steve, I'm definitely excited to reconnect, man. I know this is just uh, the beginning of a lot of exciting things ahead and everyone be well. Absolutely. Hold the line real quick, Tyler. I'm going to be with you. Thank you again to everyone who's joined Mr. Tyler Cerny and myself. 
live on air with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. We will re-air this episode throughout the month. Definitely check the schedule on power985.com. Download the Power 98.5 iOS or Android. We also stream live on Odyssey and Apple Music. But I'd like you to be home first and here, whether it be on the website or on the app. Uh, This episode will be available later today on any one of your favorite podcast platforms. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, Amazon Audible. Always remember, come here, be here, home first. Power 985, all the latest and greatest in news, sports, entertainment. We're going to have more of Tyler back on extremely soon. Alicia, thank you again uh, with the comment and the love and support about your daily devotion, what you're doing to keep yourself emotionally and mentally um, fit and healthy and uh, faithful in everything that you believe in. I'm going to close out by sharing something with you, a quote that I recently shared. And here's here is how it goes. <laughs> Tongue twister right there. Don't burden yourself with the weight of someone else's path. Embrace your journey for even your own requires mastering before venturing into another's. Have a great day, everyone. Friend us on your socials and let's connect.